what she's doing with six kids being a stay-at-home mom that is a full-time job that is a full-time job, and it's an important one one that maybe the world doesn't thank her for i'm impressed they're managing their budget and their household the way that it looks on paper welcome to today's episode of the podcast my name is christine and i'm dave i am also known as frugal fit mom on youtube i don't know if people knew that I don't know. No comment. No comment. <laughs> oh, well, I also have a YouTube channel and a YouTube channel where these podcasts are also shown. So if you would prefer to see a video version instead of listening, that's available at the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. All of this information will be in the show notes. Today's episode is going to be another budget breakdown. I feel like I should have music there. Ba, ba, ba. We need another B to make it super awesome like the boom-bastic budget breakdown. Budget breakdown boot camp. Yeah. So Dave and I have been married for 20 years and we have lived extremely tight on a budget, on a low income, and have still been able to accomplish our financial goals. So in that vein, I feel like we are semi-qualified to discuss budgets. However, for just people on the internet. <laughs> Slightly above average. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> on the upper end of average. What I'm trying to say is this is not legal advice. No. This is, this we're is amateurs. Just, we're amateurs at going over other people's budgets. Anyway, this one was submitted by a real family. The names will be kept private to protect the innocent. Okay, let's break down the numbers, talk about their goals, and what you and I might do to accomplish said goals. So to kick it off, this is a family of eight. It's a husband and wife and six children. The mom, I believe, if I'm understanding this correctly, is a stay-at-home mom taking care of the six children, which range in age from two up to 11. So I'd say the younger end parenting, that's a lot of kids in a short time frame. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you, she is working her butt off as the stay-at-home mom of this many kids at this age, for sure. Six kids, ages two to 11. Yeah, that is hard work, major props. So he works pretty good job. And after insurance, taxes, and a retirement investment, he brings home $6,100 a month. That's good. Which is great. Yeah. So far, so good. But with a family that big, that money can disappear in a hurry. It can. So let's kick off their budget real quick okay and then we will talk about the goals and what dave and i might do to get there okay so i love for an income like this their total mortgage balance is only 186,000 total their monthly is 1525 so we're comparing their percentage their monthly percentage of their uh, mortgage to their regular income mm -hmm. right if you want to go a little more aggressive like 33 percent and under right is kind of a goal i really like 25 percent of your income because it allows you the freedom to do other stuff and then you're not tied to your house and are they below 25 percent yeah they're right at 25. i mean that's that's great fantastic especially in today's housing market awesome <laughs> nice job good nice on job you. she did mention that with their family size as they get bigger she kind of wanted like another bedroom, but understands that that would add incredibly to their debt load. So feels uncomfortable with that decision at the moment. Right. So she's content to stay where she is, even though it's not ideal for them. And I'm also going to say, heck yes. Like I know people who have gone bigger house and then been like, wow, I really overstepped. Mm -hmm. And I'm really tied to this huge payment with huge utility bills. And my personal opinion is now is not the time to be looking for a house. 
Right. Now's the time to be preparing to have the money so you can when the market fixes itself. <laughs> right. I, I suspect that there will be a market reset, let's call it. Maybe not a crash completely, maybe not like 08. But I, I do suspect there will be a reset there coming up in the next two years. That's my guess. Again, that's a guess. Right. Like I have not a lot to base that off of other than past experience. Well, that in this week we've seen th what three to four or five banks, banks. collapse or mm -hmm. on the verge of collapse. So things are looking in a way that it may be a rough couple years, but it may fix the imbalance we've had in the housing market. All right, let's right. keep going. Anyway, let's hit up the regular bills. Food, $1,200 a month. I'm not saying anything at the moment. We're just running through them, okay? She's kind of lumped all the streaming, hobbies, kids' expenses, repairs, all into one bill at $700. Okay. I kind of wish that had been separated out so we could see each for what it is. Kids in the ages of 2 to 11, there probably shouldn't be too many kid expenses yet. They're not super heavy in school. They're probably not in braces. Maybe a few of the older ones are doing music lessons or sports, but we're not even in travel sports if they do that. So at these ages, I can't see why that would be super, super high unless you're putting them in stuff really young. And I have different opinions about that. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Savings rate at $780 a month. Wow. But do we know what they're putting that savings into? Just so right now, I suspect it's just a savings account. Okay. Car insurance 107. They put a line item for coffee. <laughs> They did not break out kids' activities and streaming, but they did put a line item for coffee at $60 a month. Can I just say, that's like my favorite thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, this is in my budget and this will stay. Yeah. That, that's what that's saying to me. It's priorities right there. The, the coffee line is priority. I'm going to leave it. Trash, 50 bucks. Gas for the vehicles is 250 Okay. She drives a massive passenger van. She would have to. With six kids. Like, you're not really fitting that into Suburban very well. I mean, you can, but not well. So I kind of get that. And then he commutes to work. HOA, 40 bucks. Can't do anything about that. Household expenses. This is toilet paper, laundry, soap, 100 Okay. Internet, 47 Great price on internet, by the way. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. Great price. Medicals 120, I love that they're saving for that. They don't use it every month, but that's a sinking fund. Excellent job. Gas for the house, 70 bucks, okay. Phones, 67. Let me tell you what, with six kids, that's going up. <laughs> Enjoy somewhere, it while it lasts. Somewhere down the road, that's going up. <laughs> Water bills, 85. And then date night, they have penciled in as a line item at $120 a month. Date awesome. Night. I love that. With this many kids... You've got to do something to save your sanity and to keep your relationship strong. Can I just say... Love it. If they go once a week, that is only $30 a week. Did I do that right? Yeah. That's a cheap date night. 30 bucks a week for date night. Nice job, guys. I love that. Okay. So the total after all the bills and that huge savings rate is 5321 leaving right about $780 left over okay. to accomplish their goals. I don't see many debts on here. Just the house. Just the house. The house no car payments. Nope. 
Man, they're, they're rocking it. They're really doing well. Okay. Also, side note, they already have a three-month emergency fund. That's not on here. Yeah, right here oh, at the top. I just didn't see it. That's okay. <laughs> three-month emergency for, for the people that aren't looking at the board, they wouldn't see it either. Okay. Okay, so they do have a three-month emergency fund. I'd say, at a brief glance, killing it. Yeah, they're doing a pretty great job. Really well. They're staying under their budget. When I say great job, just living within their means, generally speaking. But they've got some big things with that many kids at that age. The next eight to ten years are gonna be expensive. Eight to fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the part of the show. Am I allowed to call it a show? What yeah. do we call it? The episode where we once again remind you that Dave and I are attacking this with math only. Yeah. So I am looking at numbers, not emotions, and realistically what this looks like. Their main goals are the following. Some travel, it's $3,000 a year for three drives with a family that size to see family. Yeah. Three drives. Like we drive there, we eat a little, and we drive home. Okay, it's $1,000 each time they go three times. It's probably gas and we stay with family. Like these are right. not expensive, lavish vacations. No, so that's $3,000. That's what they need to make that happen. To break it down, that's $250 a month in savings to hit that goal. Every month. What I'm gonna do here, since I don't know what this savings is, I'm gonna add it to the leftover dollar amount so we're going to add their $780 of savings a month that they currently do, I suspect was the emergency fund, mm -hmm. and add it to the $780 that they have left over. Okay, that gives me $1,560. $1,560 a month to do all of their financial goals after bills and everything, okay? Okay, so I'm going to take an erase, erase out of this section. Okay. If you're not looking at the board, we're taking the savings out of the bills line and adding it to the money left over line in which to do financial goals. We're just going to reallocate it. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So I have $1,560 in which to accomplish travel, which is one of their goals, college for six kids, and pay off the house. They want to pay off the house in seven years. When the oldest goes to college, yes. Okay, and they have $186,000 left? Correct. Okay. So I will also say I put the house last. Yes, it's a fun goal. Mm -hmm. But this is also like not an emergency. Right. Okay, the travel to see family is coming up way quicker. So I need $250 a month to save for the travel. Let's subtract that from our $1,500 and blah, blah, blah dollars. Okay, so that gives you thirteen ten. Do you see how fast I mathed that? Did you do it right? Yeah, you did it right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for double checking. <laughs> Listen, if we're going to give subpar financial advice... <laughs> Okay. Which leaves us $1,310 after we're saving for travel. Boom. Done. Travel checked off the goal list. Let's move on to college. College for six kids. Yikes. Now, Dave and I have talked about how to pay for college without overextending the parent's savings rate. I do feel that retirement is more important. Yes. Than saving for college. And we don't know where they're at on retirement. They are doing a pretty good job in a 401k, but I don't have balances. Okay. So let's talk college real quick. Here are the ways you can save money on college. Number one, college choice. Number two, variations to traditional college. I just talked to one of my daughter's friends who's going to, I'm going to call it a trade school. He's becoming a diesel mechanic. It's eight months of college, it costs $6,000 and he's done. 
Ooh, and diesel mechanics are in short supply. He's going to be making a full salary as a diesel mechanic at 19 years old. Good for him. Holy smokes. Brilliant. Yeah, I love it. I love it too. And he's been in that world. He's been kind of working he's, in that world. He's like a farm kid. It, so he kind of knows that area. It's a natural progression for him. It totally is. Four year traditional college doesn't work for everyone. And jobs that we really need, electricians, plumbers, things like that, we need those jobs. You do not have to go to regular college for those. Yeah. I also just want to say Dave works in education. I have two degrees myself. Like we're pro-education. Yep. But we also know that everyone's different. It doesn't fit everybody. And I think there's, I saw a really good question the other day and it was, it, we usually ask kids, where are you going to college? Mm -hmm. Instead of what are you going to study? Right. Or what are you going to do with your life? How are you going to make a living wage? What how kind are you of gonna job do you want? How are you going to support a family? What, how much money do you want to make? That could be an interesting question. And when I was in Texas, Texas did this almost to a fault, right? Where it's like everybody, the expectation is go to college. Mm -hmm. You know that because you, that's where you graduated. That's high school. where I graduated. I taught in Texas for a long time. And I'm starting to think that was somewhat of a disservice because there's so many other options. It doesn't have to be this one box for everybody. I also want to point out, and it's a generational change. For example, my dad grew up extremely blue collar, mm -hmm. very, very blue collar. That was his family, his siblings, his parents. They were broke as sin. They were poor their whole lives. And my dad was the only one to go to college and actually make a living and like own a house. He's the only one to like own a house and own a car and take a vacation every once in a while, the only one. And of course he's of the boomer generation, so I can, and it was deep south. So you can definitely see how you're coming from deep south, blue collar, no money. The college education progression was huge in his case. Yeah. And it has changed drastically here in 2023. So I just think it's vastly different than like what my parents experienced. A few other ways you could save for college. The kids can work before they go. They can get scholarships, they can get grants, and they can work during during college. The kids can have some responsibility here and take care of some of these expenses themselves. In fact, I think they should if they're going to college. This is my personal opinion. I heard someone else, I think it was Jordan Peterson, he was talking about how we need to expect more from our youth so that they understand responsibility mm -hmm. and fulfillment through responsibility. I thought that was really great okay. advice. So let's talk specifics about college for six kids. Let's say as an example, she saves $100 a month per kid. Okay. That's 600 six. a month for all six. Let's just go ahead and write that on here. Okay. Seriously, 600 a month. And I'm even going to tell you what that ends up looking like after the time frame. So I went on to a college calculator. You do a 529 or ESA for the 11 year old. You do this $100 a month until they go to college in approximately seven years when they're 18 you're only gonna have like $10,000, $11,000 assuming a 7% interest rate. And if you're starting at zero, okay? $10,000, $11,000, better than nothing, but not a ton. I think that leaves us 17, 10. Nope. What? No, so, you, no, what are you doing? <laughs> See, this you're, is why I should not do math on the camera. Okay, 710. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, that's right. <laughs> okay, so, did you hear what I said? Yeah. The 11 year old only has 10, $11,000 for college when they go to college at 18. The two year old in contrast with the same hundred dollars gets about 35, $36,000 when they go to college. Okay. Still probably not going to cover the whole thing, but better than zero. Right. 
Let's just throw that up here as an option. It's $600 a month to save her college for six kids. And $100 a month is not a lot. And the way I understand it, that account lets them spend that money on computers, housing, right? Tuition. Tuition, books. Yes. Yep. All those things. Everything. Yeah. And if you don't use it, the parents can then roll it to a Roth IRA back to them. Okay, because it comes out post-tax. Yeah, post-tax, but right. it is also a tax deduction when you do your taxes. Right. This is, of course, for United States tax code, which is... A mess. A mess. Okay, so, so now we've got $700 so left. So college, check. So college, we check that one off at $600 a month. And it can be used for all the kids. It's one fund, it can be used for all the kids. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about the 529 specifically is you can transfer it from kid to kid. So you could put all that money into one account I think there's an annual limit. I can't remember what that is at the moment. So you could open multiples. You can do one per kid, or you can just transfer it from kid to kid as they go and finish and move it to the next kid. Sure. Next goal is the house. They wanted to finish paying off the house before the oldest went to college as to shift their cash flow into college expenses, which is another way you can pay for college. Yeah. So I don't hate that idea. Yeah. I think it's great. We only have approximately $700 left. I just want to point out that I'm actually not bumping up the emergency fund at all. I haven't increased retirement savings at all, and I don't have any emergency situations or extra travel in here. Right. Washing machine blows up. That's at least 500 bucks. Right, but you're just going to take out, you're going to use your emergency fund for most of that. But then are you not going to replenish the emergency fund? So that's something to think about. Do we want to bump the emergency fund before we move to the house payoff? This is difficult. At her pricing, I'm suspecting her interest rate is low on the house. Right. If your interest rate on this house here is like 3%, let's say under 4. It's under 4. If it's under 4, I'm going to let that puppy sit. Yeah. I'm going to let it sit and I'm going to take this $710 and I'm going to bump retirement up and I'm going to beef up the emergency fund to six months. Right. Especially with the way markets are kind of going down right now. Buy low. Buy low. Right. Make a lot. Yes. I know people who have, who bought low in like 01 and 08 and they made a killing. Yeah. And listen, I know the market is down as of today, the day I'm filming this video, but it's still not as low as it was a year ago in March. Right. It went up so much that even though it went down, it didn't go down as far as it was a year ago. I know. Anyway. Okay, so you're going to put extra money there on, on retirement. On, on retirement and emergency fund, I'd probably split the difference there. Okay. Which means I haven't touched the house. So maybe you don't like that plan. Maybe you're like, but I want to pay off the house. Here are your options. Number one, you can make more money. Okay. Which is always an option. Number two, we can cut some expenses off of this budget. Which one? Would, I know which one you would cut first. <laughs> you know which one I'm jumping for. Okay, if you first. follow the regular channel, she's gonna cut the, the food budget. The grocery budget. I'm gonna yeah. cut the grocery budget. Let's go there now. Food budget is twelve hundred dollars for eight people. Let me jump off by saying I think that's probably fine. Okay, if it fits in your budget, keep it in the budget. Right. If you have special diets, you live in like Manhattan. That's very expensive for food. And we don't know where these people live. I don't know where they live, so that one's hard for me. Like if you live on an island, like you live in Hawaii or Alaska, this is very expensive and hard to do. I'm suspecting not because they drive to Idaho, so. Okay, so what are you gonna cut it to? 800? I wanna talk about it for a second first. Okay. Here's why I attack the grocery budget. Here's why. Number one, it's usually the largest bill after the house. Yeah. Almost always. 
I think $100 a person per month is a baseline. Okay. And you can go up or down from there depending on your needs. They have eight people, that's 800 bucks. Can I also point out, they have a two-year-old, which means they most likely have a four-year-old, and those little kids are not eating as much as adults. No. Two-year-old is also most likely not on formula. Probably Which not. Is, formula is expensive or too. coming to an end close. Or coming to an end close. That's something to look at. I think cutting it to 800 is super doable. Okay. Okay, so we cut it to 800. Okay. So that gives you an extra $400 to spend. What do you do with the $400? It goes on the house. Okay. They can take their mortgage payment. It's 1525 and they're going to add 400 to that. So it is now 1925. Do you roughly know how much time that would cut off of there? Because I don't know the interest rate or or what's left or insurance and property taxes, I cannot determine that because I don't have it broken So they're out. just putting an extra $400 a month down on their mortgage on every month. On the principal, yes. On the principal. Make sure you put it on the principal and not as an additional payment. That's important. Right. I also want to point out, paying off your house does not look cool. <laughs> it is not sexy. You say goodbye to a lot of money and you see nothing for years for, for years and years for years and years but it's and years. the financial freedom when it all happens when we did it this is how i liked to do it is each ten thousand paid off we celebrated yes so they're at 186 so the second they drop below 180 on the principal balance we're celebrating like you can mark it by ten thousands to make it less of a mountain yeah and more of just a rolling hill otherwise it can really turn into a grind paying off your house is extremely difficult but they're roughly going to be paying off, what's your guess, 10000 a year? Maybe more. It depends on if they're a 15 or a 30. Just, just a rough yeah. guess. Yeah, I'm going to say 10, now let's say 13. 10 to 15000 a year. Yeah, around there. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it's awesome. Let's say it's a 30 year, they're going to bring that down to almost 15 or less. Right. They want to pay it off in seven. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're already closer. We may not be at seven yet, but we're getting closer. And we're not figuring in raises and other windfalls that might come with whatever job he has. Exactly. Let's talk windfalls. Yeah. Tax refunds, Christmas gifts, bonuses at work. That's a really easy way to chuck like 10 grand at this mortgage overnight. Or you could chuck 10 grand in a college savings and leave it and you're done. Like fully fund and walk away. And it's not a monthly bill. There was something I didn't see on here. Okay, what are you not seeing? I didn't see like clothing, oh, shoes. I, sus all... I suspect that's under the stream hobbies, kids, repairs. Then that might be low. Uh, these are little kids. Okay. They're, they're not at full expense This yet. number goes up as those kids get older. Yeah, can we... I also <laughs> want to talk about when, you, when your oldest kid is 11, you're not there yet. Our youngest kid is 11. Yes. And our oldest kid is 18. Let me tell you about how costs go up. When they hit, I'm going to call it 14 and higher. Dude. Holy <laughs> crapola. Number one, car insurance for teenage drivers, especially if you have boys. Oh my God. I, I can't even believe how much I'm paying in car insurance. I know. I don't want to talk about it, actually, because I'm getting upset. Well, let's talk about the shoes that they like wear out in six months or less. No, they grow out. Here's the thing. When you have boys or girls, it doesn't matter, but I noticed it with the boys more. My boys grow out of their shoes. They're in men's sizes, okay? Those are just more expensive, period. The thrift stores don't have those. Yeah. And then they grow out of them in like two months. Are you going to talk about the jeans? Dude, oh my gosh, the jeans. We got our 16-year-old new jeans at Christmas. At Christmas. Actually, it was on New Year's. New Year's. It was... Two and a half months ago. Two and a half months ago. And he is 
Like they, they are high waters. They are high waters. <laughs> I think his legs grew at least three, four inches in two and a half months. It's insane. We looked at him today and we were like, you cannot wear those pants anymore. <laughs> Not unless you want to look like a goof. <laughs> <laughs> but I've taken him to thrift stores. We've done thrift stores first to look for this stuff. Yeah, like, but thrift stores don't have boy jeans. They don't have boys. And when they have men's, they don't have teenage. Like we're talking a 28 inch waist and a 34 <laughs> long. Okay. That's a special order no matter where you are. <laughs> Yeah. You know I'm right. So we're we're looking for sales and other things, but I'm just saying when they when these kids get older and they start growing and they start doing lots of things and having their own lives, they become these you know ever involved humans in society. Yes. It yes. just costs money. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. When they hit that, don't you think 14, 13, 14? Yeah. Age all the way up. It is truly shocking. So. I'm just saying that that needs to be kind of planned for. But once again, these budgets are just a rough guess. Mm -hmm. And as kids get older, like honestly for us, it's almost every few months we're constantly adjusting the budget as the needs slightly change. We have to adapt. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that's important. Even in what we're looking at here, maybe you try this for a little bit and you don't like it. Yeah. You're like, no, in fact, I don't like the college savings because my kids can take care of that on their own. Maybe. They're going to work. Like maybe you just change your mind. And so no sweat. We change that. You're like, actually travel's getting more expensive. I need to reallocate. Also fine. Yeah. These are ebbs and flows. That's why you go over your budget so often, or at least you should, because you know, cost of food is going up. So we, we adjust. And I noticed one thing you didn't really ask this mom to do anything else. We didn't ask her to do a side hustle or no. anything like that. I appreciated that because I think what she's doing with six kids, being a stay-at-home mom, that is a full-time job. That is a full-time job. And it's an important one. One that maybe the world doesn't thank her for. I'm impressed they're managing their budget and their household the way that it looks on paper. Well, the thing about this scenario is that this is not a crisis. No. This is not a crisis. This is just like, how do I allocate to get the best bang for my buck as far as my goals? I don't know where to go. We need a second opinion. What's a, what are some ways you would tweak this to make us get the most out of it? Right, that's one of the reasons I don't mention the side hustle. I had four kids and when my kids were like 10 and under, it was exhausting. They demand so much of you physically that it's very tiring and I, I did not have six, okay, but I have friends with six. Yeah. And it is a lot. Now, when our kids were that young, you had to do a side hustle because I really didn't make enough money at the time. Being a teacher, our salary was... No, I pretty much always did a side hustle. So you were almost always doing something, whether you were babysitting or you were doing swim lessons mm -hmm. or things along those lines. But you didn't have six kids. Six kids no. would have been so overwhelming. Yeah. I wouldn't have asked you to do that. I would have been doing more side hustles. Yeah, I don't think I could have done it with six. Honestly, six yeah. is a lot and huge props for working this hard. Yeah. And, and he's got a great salary. He does. I, I didn't have that much. <laughs> I just want to reiterate that they are killing it. Even without any of our advice, really, really killing it. Do you think I have to go into detail about the food cuts? It's hard because we don't know what they're actually spending money on. Right. So maybe just give a high level overview. What would you look for to try to cut $400? This is gonna sound a little know-it-all-y. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here's the truth. If I went grocery shopping with her, I could cut that so quick because I could see what she's grabbing and be like, actually, here's another option. Okay. Okay. So it's really hard for me to do without seeing like a grocery receipt okay. or like a meal plan. What is she eating? 
That being said. I thought you were going to shopping sales or coupons or something first. She could probably even shop the same store okay. and just buy different things. However, let me give you a little example. Can we do story time? Okay. I have a very dear friend who buys whatever the heck she wants at the grocery store. Okay. Okay. She's $1,500 to $2,000 a month <gasps> for four people. <laughs> this is four adults, essentially. Four people. <gasps> because they both work almost all Because she can. Because she can. She can. They're like, they're doing great. It's fine. So her property taxes went through the roof one year and then their federal taxes also went through the roof. So, so they had to adjust their budget by like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And they're like, well, the grocery budget was pretty fluffy. So let's see what we can do. Yeah. They went from shopping at Costco and getting like salmon and vegetables and organic fruits to Aldi and shopping once a week instead of once a month. And she's like, I'm only buying what I need for the week instead of wasting all this food I was wasting. And I can't believe how much I can get at Aldi versus Costco. Oh, like, and this is someone who doesn't like to budget food. Yeah, they don't. How much did she cut? They went down to like 800 easy. Oh, they cut half. I know they cut the Gatorade soda, the chips, they cut all of it. Now her and her husband don't do carbs very much, but they do have two teenagers at the house. And they were like, I can't eat salmon and asparagus. So she started making some carb sides, like having some rolls, you know, making mashed potatoes, having some rice for them. And then they just didn't eat those things and have more vegetables. But still just going to Aldi once a week for like, this is what I need this week and buying that and not wasting food anymore. Like that one change. So there's just a lot of wasted food. A ton of wasted food. You would be shocked at how much food people throw away. Like you would be absolutely shocked. Wow. Well, I think that's a pretty good summary. I mean, I could, I could go deeper, but I feel like that's pretty, that's a pretty high level way of how you would cut this budget. Yeah. Without knowing more details. I think you did a good job. I'll give you another quick, quick example. Let's say you go down the frozen aisle. I don't know what she buys. Okay. Okay. Let's say she's going down the frozen aisle. She's like, yes, frozen pancakes, Eggo waffles, easy breakfast. Right? People do that. <laughs> I know I've like never done that in my life. I know. Here's the thing. Even if you don't want to make the whole thing from scratch, if you bought a bag of pancake mix, you would save half yeah. on that one item. Right. Right. Holy cow. You were so funny. People do that. Well, I see those things in the aisles. I didn't know people actually bought them. A lot of people buy those. <laughs> a lot of people buy those. I'm going to really make a bold statement here. Okay. So if yeah. I followed anyone around a grocery store, I could cut their grocery budget. Challenge accepted. I could do it. You're going to have people already hitting you up the rebuild. Hey, come to my house. Follow me around the grocery store. Follow me around the store. There's I'm a telling whole, there's you. There's a whole nother YouTube channel based on that project. About me yanking things out of people's carts. You don't need those Oreos. Put those back. <laughs> what are you doing spending 50 bucks on Girl Scout cookies? Come on. My, That's only three boxes, man. A guy I work with is doing the Girl Scout cookie thing. Uh-huh. They sold out. They had to go like three towns over just to get enough Girl Scout cookies for this town. Yeah, our town sold out in like two days. Ooh. It was insane. People really like to support the Girl Scouts. You know, you can get Girl Scout dupe cookies at Dollar Tree and then just write a check to the Girl Scouts and <laughs> you would save money. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I think we're going to leave it there. Yeah. Good job today. Thank you. High Thank five. You. High five. Oops.